It's a good day, gentlemen. It's sunny down here in Victoria. COVID numbers are down. Footy Frenzy 2.0 starts. How are we, gentlemen? Good, thanks, Hummer. Yeah, good, Hum. I'm very, very excited because... We said at the end of Footy Frenzy 1.0, which of course was the, we had what, we had 20 straight 20 days yeah. of footy, and we, by the end of it, we got a little bit fatigued, but absence makes the heart grow fonder, and at the end of it, I sat down there on a Tuesday, now Tuesday nights normally I'm, I, you know, I, I get pretty excited, I, I watched this, two episodes of Highway Patrol into Outback Truckers, like that is <laughs> that is the best two hours spell that you are going to have. So you're the person that watches Outback Truckers. I love truckers. it, I flick Outback over to seven, truckers. mate. Yeah. Outback Truckers is a fantastic show, and I actually would love. I say this to the Dale every time. I would love to be an Outback Trucker. You get, How you, long do you expect that you're going to be still with the Dale um, when you watch <laughs> Outback Truckers? No, she sits down there and, and does the puzzle. It's a little bit of family time. The dog sits around. It's a, it's a good show, and they just drive around the country. They get their little. They the get their little on. cabin. They make it look good on the TV show, but it'd be boring, wouldn't it? Do you Being reckon? an outback trucker? But do you, you think you're like a trucker? Do you think you like yeah, but I, like but I am. You know, of. I love the outback and yeah. just by myself, I put my podcast so in. So you, you could drive a truck across the Nullarbor? Yep. Consistently? Yep. Wow. Easily. Oh, yeah. Good on you then. I've driven the Nullarbor once before. But anyway, even though I had outback truckers and highway patrol on, I found myself a bit upset. I found myself a bit down because we, I got so used to having footy every single mm. night for the first time in our entire lives in a, in a year when we've just been struggling so hard and everything's been so miserable, but it's back. We've got 17 straight days, and I, to be honest, I, I feel that everyone is just getting up and about. I feel that we are getting up and about for because of what we're going through here in Victoria. I'm not sure it's as exciting in other states. We can actually oh, go that's out. A good point. Oh, we can go out for yeah. dinner or go to the pub. But here in Victoria, we're looking forward to it again. But we're not having it ever again. You know, so I, no. I'm going I'm to put this question to you. What would you do? What are you going to do differently this Footy Frenzy than you did last Footy Frenzy? I'm not going to do anything differently. I'm going to do did the you same watch every thing. Game? I'm going to watch every night. Yeah, in the bungalow. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't want this to ever happen. Some people are suggesting we have a footy frenzy every year. No, I like the idea of having a few days off, getting over the weekend and looking forward to the next weekend. Now, I don't think we ever want to lose that. But I've always been very jealous of how the Americans have it, where they have sport on every night. I've always said, how nice would it be coming home from from work every day, flicking on TV and you get to watch the Red Sox? Yeah, Yeah. it's nice to look forward to on the weekends, Mm. I think. Footy's a weekend game. I I still like it being Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I do like the Thursday night games, I must admit that. But if I was going to do something differently, Hummer, I would get the kids organised earlier. So I'd make dinner Get them maybe at 4.30, ah. feed them at five, 5. A 5 um, o'clock dinner? 5 o'clock. Kids yeah, eat kids at 5. They, 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 they get hungry. They, they get angry. Jeez, you want to see someone get hangry. Yeah. You want to see someone get hangry. You watch a five-year-old kid. They lose their <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, so just organise a bit earlier. And the other thing I got wrong, I reckon, is the total points lines. I, I, I couldn't quite get the overs and unders. Right. Yeah, I so need you're going to get, get them right. this time? I'm going to get them this right. time, Matt. Now, what, have we changed? I haven't been keeping that much right because I'm a big same game multi. Every single day you fire up your WhatsApp and you sit there, have your same game multi on, you're texting throughout the night. It's one of the, one of the greatest things you can do. But the line... How, how have the scoring? How's the scoring been? Is it still up and down? Still low? Up and down. Some games come out and they blow it away. They get 140, 150. Then some games are like 70, 80. So it's hard to pick. And particularly because it's being played in different neutral venues that you're not used to. Like if the MCG, you know what the conditions are going to be. You know what the air quality is going to be. You know when the dew's coming in. But like a game this weekend that's being played in Alice Springs, you don't know what the dew's going to be. You don't know how yeah. quickly it's going to be with the conditions. Last week, in Darwin, I felt that the first game, the night before, um, who played the first game? Uh, Carlton. Carlton and the Suns. Very slippery, really slippery. 
The same game the next the night, next night Essendon Richmond yeah. wasn't as slippery. Mm. They seem yeah. to be handling the ball a lot better. So one day to the next, you can't tell the conditions that well. Hey, you speak of your five-year-old. Now, that's Jude. Yep. You had a kick with Jude during the week? Yes, I did. I did. I, I want to know, and obviously being a, a parent and he's my first boy, and I, I, I think back to when I was five and I was plucking them and I could lace out the old man. <laughs> I'm a bit concerned about his progress. You know, I've got four kids and I always worry that I'm not spending enough time individually to them because right. there's well, four of them. It's hard to spend a little, you know, hours. I, I found whatever. myself getting frustrated that he, he couldn't mark it and he wasn't that interested in marking it. <laughs> and then I felt like, hang on, am I turning into mere docker gear? <laughs> and I was just a bit worried about... I was telling him, mate, you can't be scared of the ball. Like, I'd throw it up and I felt like he was just a little bit tentative. I said, y- you've got to be able to wear one if, you- if you're going to be a footballer. Yeah. And, um, and then I had to but, check myself and go, no, the kid's five. Um, yeah, maybe not, I just need these back. But not everyone's Matt Rao. You don't just come in and go bang. Some people take years to develop. <laughs> maybe Jude's a bit of a slow learner. He could be a slow <laughs> developer, Matthew. Will he play AFL? Um, <laughs> Actually, make a call. Make a call. Will he play? Because you, are you father son for both clubs? The Bulldogs, yeah. Just the Bulldogs? Uh, yeah, it'll it, be good enough. I'll, I'll teach you. You reckon? I, was, I will say you this. You know what this may be? Maybe Nathan is just hasn't been you know, giving him enough time. You've got Correct. to give more time to the boy. Well, you Mate, come over and you try and deal with four kids. You don't right? want me teaching him how to kick. I'll teach no, you. I was a very good point. five-year-old footballer. Hey? I, oh, I was very good. I, I, was, I was the best at my primary school up until... Because I was well, a big grew. kid. Yeah, I was a big kid. I reckon... I, I remember reckon, those big kids yeah. at primary school. See, I'm, I'm saying this is a positive for Jude. Yeah. You don't want to be the man boy. No, you the man don't. boy comes in and has a few good years and dies out. You yeah. want to be the guy that comes in and just develops along. We had Dreamtime at Darwin for the first time. Of course, Dreamtime, the match that they play once a year on uh, on the Saturday night between Richmond and Essen, always been at the MCG. Yeah. They had it, of course, because we've got COVID everywhere down here. They, they took it up to Darwin and... It was Fantastic. magnificent, wasn't yeah. it? Just the, the whole way they did it. I mean, you know, yes, you didn't have the big lights and the massive amount of dancing stuff they have at the MCG, but this one just felt it just it, felt right. Didn't and it? Richmond and Essendon are made for Dreamtime, and it was a great initiative years ago by Kevin Sheedy because you, you think about it, Sheed's when he was coaching Essendon, he was one of the first coaches to really go up to the NT and, and recruit a lot of uh, Indigenous players to come down to Essendon, and then of course Morris Rioli was one of the first really big names to cross over here to Victoria, to Richmond. So mm. up in Darwin, there are so many Longs and Riolis and they all barrack for Richmond or Essendon. So it worked perfectly. Can we have it again in the future? I reckon we could. Not mm. every year. Can't we have one game at the MCG? Can't we have Dreamtime twice? And what, that Essendon and Richmond play they uh, do twice, twice every twice year. Normally, and yeah. One at the MCG, one in Darwin. It's not we, a bad idea. we do that every year? I reckon we could, yeah. And on the back of that, I'll ask you another question. Eddie Betts, one of my favourite players of all time. Matty Lloyd has suggested that maybe he should wind it up at the end of the year, that maybe his use-by date has gone. What do you think about that? Well, I think you've got to look at what Carlton's got inside Ford 50. Young Fisher's coming along. He's developing as a small Ford. So so you're retiring Eddie as well? No, I'm not. Oh, I, I think... Sounded like it. That might be our soundbite for the press. No, I think he's got We're one more We're longing for one. I'd give him one more year, Eddie. I think everybody was talking about how much he fumbled the other night. But, yeah, he fumbled a little bit. But then I reckon... He took a little bit step further and was paddling the ball to himself. It was yeah. a little bit of yeah. theatrics. But I still think I'd like to see Eddie Betts play one more year. And I think Carlton, if they can try and get another small forward, like they tried to go after Papley last year, to add to that. And then maybe Eddie doesn't play every week. But I think that would be a good balance. And Jack Martin, is not. Re- he doesn't play like a small forward. He plays yeah. a bit taller. I'd give him another year. Last week, Tom Lynch 
you know, it was very divisive. In fact, he, he, he split the footy community. I said that he's an absolute dog. I don't, think he, I don't think he split the footy community. I reckon there was like 15% of people who were morons who couldn't quite get their head around the fact that there was nothing that he did wrong and the fact that Michael no, no, Hurley... Talking, I'm, I'm rewinding the week before and I'm talking his track record beforehand. What's, so, he done? What's he done that's been so bad? He gave a love tap to Sam Collins, who gave it to him the week before, and then he pushed it's, someone's head as he got up. It's not. My I don't God. think. It, it, I don't think. Put him away. A, lock up the key. I don't think it's a Send great look for the game. And this is someone that has already had. He's already on. He's already on pro- essentially probation, and he, he continues to I do think, it. I think he was fined, and none of those incidents were worth more than a fine. So I think the commun- the, the effect of having two or three in a row. Some people jumped onto that, but you've got to judge each of them in isolation, and none of them were a serious offence. And the last one in particular, why that went to the tribunal was an absolute the last one. The last one was a bit too, but you, you, you can't judge it. Who says everybody gets outraged all the time? Yep. You're an outrager. No, no, but You're I just being don't think, an outrager I don't think, right I don't now. Think you can judge it in isolation because that, I mean, that's like saying someone that, that has been caught drink driving four times gets caught the fifth time. You've got to judge it what's happened before. Yeah, but none of them. He's were- got a record for. For whacking blokes behind, yes, not hard, yes, not high, but he has got a record for doing, and he continues to do it. I think by and I, I to take your point on Rich, I think now he's got to realise that hey, I've maybe just got to stop throwing my arms around. And I'm going to have cameras much. on me yeah. the whole time. But none of those incidents were serious, and no, I, I think the the outrage, as we say, was over the top. But the last one in particular. Should never have gone to the tribunal. What a waste of time and money. That, that cost $15,000 to put on that why tribunal. Such, did it? Yeah. Why such anger towards him, though? I, I don't understand that. Like no, you, like you, you were angry, and you're angry enough to write an offensive tweet about it and send it you out. Know why, no, it's, it's, it wasn't but an offensive tweet. I liken him and his issues at the moment. Tommy Hawkins has done that his whole career. Now, when Tommy Hawkins does it, people go, oh, it's a bit silly, Tom. There's not the vitriol and the no, hate around and the aggressive stuff in the media towards Tom Hawkins. There was Tom Lynch. But they, they, only, they're not different. You know they're why? exactly the same. You know why? Because there's – and I'm not, I'm not pigeonholing all of the journalists here, but there were maybe one or two journalists that took it too far – and yep. they've got a lot of followers, and then all the followers... It's the pile-on effect that we have Correct. with everything. that's what now. happens. That's Who what took happens. it too far, Matt? I'm not going to name individuals. John maybe. Ralph? No, not... Yeah, no, it was John Ralph. John Ralph he was the one that said... He, did, he was the one that said he needs to get a week. He'll be John, getting a week for this. Yeah, I think he went too far, John. You need to be careful what you put on Twitter, by the way. No, why, Brandy? I, nothing- I think you go too far. I'll, I'll take that. I've, well, I've got. I knew, obviously there was the the issue well, that we've, we've had and before. We've overcome You're a that bit issue. Like Tom Lynch yourself, which, aren't you? which he promoted all week. Did you mm. see that? Oh, you've got to you've got to do your. I like it, huh? For you, Brad. Hey, uh, Joe Danaher. This is this is a good story. It is a good story. And I reckon just and you come up against a Hawthorne defence. You know, I'm a Hawthorne supporter. He could, with no Sicily back there either, he could have an absolute field day in his first game back tonight. I hope he plays well, but I just hope he gets through the game because it's so important for Essendon and, uh, and Joey because, let's be honest, there's a lot of speculation whether he'll stay at Essendon or leave. So it's a win-win for Essendon. They need Joe to get out there and, and see that he's fit. And Joe needs to know that he's fit, and so do any potential suitors. So, gee, I hope he goes you, all right. Joe Danaher is in full flight. Are the type of players now you that people get there. excited about? You know, you don't get excited about a Lockie Neal having forty yeah. touches. You're not tuning in to watch Lockie Neal have 40, 40 touches. You are tuning in to see these big boys mm. yeah. like Tom apart, Hawkins did the other day. Apart from the flight. footy world, who gets to see Tom Hawkins play, right? And we all want to see him play because he's a great player. Where's the upside for a 
himself yeah. and be the Bombers if he gets injured. That's the only – if I'd be a fly in the ointment, I'm sitting there going, yeah. not many games to go this year. The Bombers are, you know, 50-50 whether they make the finals. If he gets injured again, the value that Essendon have for him to offload him still isn't as good. And the but, price that he can't get, the price that he wants, probably he doesn't get if he but, gets injured again at the end of this year. So do you think Joey's probably not desperate himself to get out there to show anyone – I, think, I, I still can... think it's a risk. I still right. think it's a risk. He could come out and have a great three or four games, but you know as a big forward. And oh, it's going to take a few yeah, weeks. Yeah. You, you need to get your touch. Well, he... And there's been no games to get his touch in. Yeah. So does he hurt himself by playing? He might come out and be unbelievable. Yeah. And his price skyrockets back to that 800, 900 grand that he probably wants, maybe right. even a million he was asking for. But if he gets injured again, all of a sudden you're right. looking at someone who might be worth four or five. It might be low, but... I tell you what, you Maybe. don't want to take someone who's been injury after injury yeah. into Are a you team. Are say no? Could Joe Danaher say no, I don't no, want to play? No, but this is the thing. He, I he, think he wants to play. Oh, he wants to play. I reckon, one, because he wants to prove to himself that his body is okay and can stand yep. up. And two, he wants to play to show a Brisbane or, or a Sydney that he's still got uh, plenty of years left and he can still play. I that, hope he does well. Will I he hope be he plays well and doesn't get injured. There's reports going around that he's actually quite happy at Tullamarine. Yeah, and then you're hearing other people. Who I, would know? I, I think... I think he may want to go somewhere. Would else. you have him at Richmond? I mean, obviously not Richmond. You don't need him at Richmond. But if you were another, if I needed club a then, tall if forward, if you're a Hawthorn, if yeah. I needed a tall forward and Joe plays the next four games and shows that his body's okay, I'd take a real chance. If on I was him. Collingwood, I would be doing everything oh. I can to get Joe Danaher to that footy club. Yeah, good point. Now, those that are watching, of course, if you're listening, you can't see our uh, studio. But those that are watching, you notice that this week there seems to be a lack of furphy on the table, Richo. Well. I thought the deal was I bought in a slab and that was the end uh, of the photos. Uh, no, the deal was a slab per week. Oh, no, I'm not And doing these that. photos, no. but Richard, I'm going to give you one last chance. No. These photos are way worse than brownies. I don't care, mate. I'm not going to be bribed by you each week for a slab. <laughs> oh, geez, I reckon you're going to regret saying those words because these these are bad. Now, of have course, you if you are listening, already? if you are listening, I'm in lockdown. Mate. I don't have eight beers and a night. I like that uh, hypothetical we did. Now, if you are listening, of course, head on to our Instagram page to have a look at this photo. But if you are watching, look at the screen now. Oh, oh have a look. <laughs> That's a pretty good photo, actually, to be You look good. You are, you are ripped. That's there. why I didn't bring a slap in, mate. <laughs> you yeah, want it out your there. hair's thick too. Look at oh, no, it. Yeah, that's really What's thick. the – just for the, so the listeners, if you haven't seen this, hey, it's a black I, and white rich – Am uh, I sick in white. that photo though? I seem to have lumps all over my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the men for all seasons calendar, yeah? It was the men for all that seasons. That is a – so what type of – so just to describe those that are listening, and of course head across to Sportsman Instagram page to have a look at that. It's Richo in black and white. Your hair is down to your shoulder. You're Tarzan and you are jacked. You know, you know where that was <laughs> – I'm in the Yarra River there, <laughs> pulling, a, pulling a canoe along like uh, Bear Grylls or Albie Magnus. I did a um, lookalike segment last week, and when I was doing the lookalike segment, doing the research for it, uh, there was all these lookalikes coming up for our man here. Oh. And the most one that people put forward, he looks like Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh, Remember the, the singer from Jack, Jack yeah. and Little Pill? They put it side by side and they sent you the photo and it does you, look a little it looks bit like, like <laughs> you look like a Lennis Morissette. Gee, she'd be flat though. <laughs> oh, Richo's angry next. Uh. And it's doing my f***ing head in. 
I wasn't that angry today and I actually didn't have anything to get angry about because I'm not going to fabricate it until I got out of my car. Now we're in the city and we're allowed to be here. We've got permits and we come in to do this podcast. So I've parked just down in Flinders Lane and I'm doubling down here. I get out of my car and guess who I spotted in Flinders Lane? No. Two parking inspectors. Bill and Ben, the flower Two parking inspectors. So I asked myself again, how is that an essential service? Do you see it? that? And after you told me that last week, I parked out the front on Friday in Collins Street, $165 fine. You're going to pay for that. This is an outrage, an absolute outrage. How can parking inspectors... Now, I don't don't want people not to work, hum. I want people to work. But lots of people have been forced to stay at home and can't work, including a lot of my friends that own retail, small retail businesses, small businesses... Pubs. ...that are going under... Because they're not allowed to go to work, so why are parking inspectors going to work and giving people tickets, and particularly giving tickets around hospitals, which we went over a few mm. weeks ago? It's an absolute disgrace. Yep, it is. Are you angry? Uh, if you look at the rundown, it suggests you might. <laughs> I am. Uh, boy, am I angry. He's angry, isn't he? Boy, am I angry. <laughs> You, I don't you, get angry this that This is Nathan. He's doesn't, he doesn't want to be here today. This is typical do you know Nathan. What, do you know what he said before? He goes, hey, go print me out a rundown. He goes, Richo print his at home. Who prints stuff at home? You know, like he Who's just, got a printer at home? He what just, do you mean? I do. Why? Why wouldn't you need a printer? He doesn't want to be here today. No, he's, he's, We're in here waiting to this do this podcast. One he's sitting out there on his, on his iPad readjusting his apps. <laughs> I was doing that before. Readjusting that. Hey, I don't know whether you, you've... So were you angry? I am angry. Yeah, I am. Right, Every day me. there's a knock at the door and I'm like, who could be here? No, nobody's allowed to come. Nobody's allowed to come to the house. Yep. And every day it's the Australia Post guy, the Star Trek Express, or the yeah. DHL guy, and he goes, I've got a package. Well, I go, oh, let me guess. It's for yeah. Christine Brown, is it? Uh, every day, Richard, at the moment. I'm like, we're in lockdown. We're in a pandemic. It's time to tighten the belt. Yeah. Right? And she got a pair of shoes yesterday, these pair oh. of Adidas sneakers from JD Sports. And they're 180 bucks, but they were the wrong colour, slightly right. wrong colour. Right. And they were a size too big. Oh. So I said to her, um, I said, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That fit you. Um, no, she said, oh, my mum's a size bigger than me. And I right. said, perfect. I said, she'd love them. She goes, yeah. She goes, okay, put them up in the cupboard, give them to her for Christmas. Perfect. She's yeah, a size bigger. Good. She was like, oh, no. No, no, no. she want them now. She would oh. give them to her now. <laughs> but then I said, but then we'd have to get her another present for Christmas. I said, it doesn't make sense to me. You've I'm got a present yeah. right there. Put it in the cupboard. She doesn't know that you've got it now and it's too big for you. You don't have to tell her that. But this is the world we're living in so now. So she'll get another package come, another pair of shoes. What are you going to do with the old ones? This is the problem. I though, don't that, get yeah. that. The generation of people we're creating now as human beings, my, my daughters have got more toys than I had or any of my siblings had in our entire yeah. lifetime. They're, they're three and six weeks old. Yeah. They get whatever they want when they want it, and we're creating an absolute problem. Too many toys. It's a ridiculous. My wife, it's the same thing. Every single day a box comes. I've had enough. Now, last week we went into an area that we haven't quite gone before, that we went to the lifestyle side of things because, you know, we've got two uh, – you both would have been on postcards, I'm sure, at some stage of your time. Sure. So we went into the lifestyle and with rave reviews. The punters just absolutely loved it. What was the lifestyle thing we went into? You talking about your shitty trips. The holiday, the Japanese. The holiday. Ah, yeah. 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 So we're delving into that area again, and I'm doing it with a food review. Did you just lose your 
Yeah, just just not in oh, so this, this just, is. So not Joe, we're that, not going to stop because we're sick of Brownie. He's <laughs> just kicked out our, uh, his microphone. He's got no comments. But Richo, yes, there's a couple of things I want to bring up. Now you know yeah. I'm a big food guy. You are a big all foodie. Right? I'm a big foodie, yeah, and that. you cover you cover all you know basis with your food. You can go to the fine dining, or yep. you're a good takeaway man. Too, I'm a big you? takeaway man. So there's a couple of things that have been now. Of course, I've spoke about. My disdain for Doritos Australia in the yeah. fact that they won't bring the number one Dorito to our shores. There's got to be a burn. reason, though, Hum. If you found I, out, well, I, I can't understand it because they mix Doritos burn with this this shitty Mountain Dew flavour, and it's in the one packet. But you got to eat the Mountain Dew chips to get the Doritos burn. Have right. you written? Yes, them so many times. I would have said I would have said thirty messages on Instagram to Doritos Australia, and they don't reply. I, once they replied to me, they said, "Get excited, they might be on our shores soon. Get stuffed, Doritos." Then what they do... I reckon they tested the market and found out that there was but no it market sells, here. It goes berserk. It right. goes absolutely berserk. In America? No, and here. They had Doritos burn here. Then they br- they bought a thing called Spidey Spice, right? They did right. it in conjunction with the new Spider-Man film. It had a little bit of heat, but it was tangy. And then they got rid of it. But I, right. I would have kept that. Do you like light and tangy, the thins ones? They're good, aren't they? No. They no. make me sweat. Okay. Do you? I sweat when I have tangy. Things. I don't like all these new flavours of chips. Just give me salt and vinegar. Well, no, just give us Doritos Burn. Now, do you know what they did? I I had a message. I got someone sent me a a photo of uh, flaming hot Doritos, which I thought, finally, three years of campaigning, it comes in. They're not flame hot Doritos. What they've done is they've got cheese supreme Doritos and they've just put a little bit of the flaming hot seasoning on it. You can't taste a thing other than cheese supreme and a tiny bit of a kick. Now, this was Doritos' chance to bring Doritos Burn back to Australia and they stuffed it. So I am now. I probably have three or four packets of Doritos a day. Uh, sorry, a week? No, I can see you have three or four <laughs> or a day. Or can you do a day? Get stuffed. I'm having CCs. And I will Whoa. not have Dorito. I will not eat another Dorito until they bring it back. Another one. <laughs> I'm passionate about I'm this, passionate. Yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. This week, or last week, Hungry Jack's bought out the Big Jack. Now, the Big Jack is, the, is their... It's so like a Big Mac, It's like it? a Big Mac, but it's their take on it. Now, I went and had one. Now, I, I have, again, I've probably had... Two Big Macs a week for 30 years. <laughs> We're getting a real uh, picture of your diet here, huh? And it's the, not good. The Big Jack is a fantastic burger. Right. It's a good burger. If I hadn't been eating Big Macs for 30 years, what's I would it, what's say... In it? Has it got the it's double just a Big bun? Mac. It's got the double bun. It's got the must, the, the, the pickly sauce, the cheese, the bun, the pickles. It's a it's a great burger. Tomato? If I No, no tomato. If I had, hadn't been eating Big Macs Onion? for 30 years, uh, very diced up tiny. It's actually in the sauce. Sesame seeds? On the bun, yep. Okay. So, the Big Jack. Yeah. I would eat it, right? If, if, if I hadn't had a Big Mac for 30 years, this would be a much better burger. It's better right? than the it Big Mac. It is better than the Big Mac, but my taste buds are so in tune with Big Mac, so I have to stick with them. But then they've come out and that made... It doesn't make sense to me. You found a burger that's better. Yep. But you are going to stick with the burger that you think is inferior because you've Well, no, just because my taste buds are tuned. My taste buds think... That the Big Mac is better, but the Big Jack is a better burger. Doesn't make sense. Then they've released. They've made a Mega buds. Jack. It's called the Mega Jack, and it's a massive version of Big Mac. Is now, that like the Pounder? Yeah, it's like the Pounder, but Big Mac version. Yeah. Now McDonald's have been sitting on the Big Mac. They go, we discovered the Big Mac sixty years ago. We're just going to sit on that and not reinvent, not create. They haven't added a a Big Mac themed burger to their menu in years. But they don't have to. Well, they it's they iconic. do because look what Hungry Jacks have come over the top and created a better burger, and Macca's can get stuffed. So I'm going to Hungry Jack's now instead of, instead of McDonald's <laughs> until they get creative if with their menu. If you've got something brilliant, why change it, Richard? Yeah, I don't think you need to. Remember, well, you Coke do. tried to change Coke to new Coke and it didn't work out no, for No, but them. just because you can always make things better. 
No, you but can't. But it made me think because obviously in lockdown, now I'm looking a little bit more svelte than normal. I've lost six kilos thanks to Sam Wood and I haven't been at it, you know, I can't eat as many of them. But in lockdown, we've been eating a lot of food, yep. haven't we? A lot of time. And I want to go, what is your, what's been your number one takeaway? Now, of course, I know you spoke about that your hobby in lockdown was going to be you're going to start an Instagram for um, those Vietnamese, roles, Vietnamese roles. Pork rolls, but what's yeah. been your favourite ISO well, takeaway? I've, yeah, well, good, good question. I've discovered a new uh, chicken and chip place up in Thornbury, oh, okay, called the Croxton Roosters, right? And then now normally when I go to a chicken and chip place, I'd just get my half a chicken and chips, okay? But I yep. went up in takeaway mode. I've gone up to Croxton Roosters and I've discovered the best chicken schnitzel burger oh. in Melbourne. It is unbelievable. It's as simple as your, your nice chicken schnitzel, Yep. right? Your crumb schnitzel fried up beautifully with a bit of lettuce and mayo. That is it. Yeah, that's it. You know, no cheese, no tomato. No, you don't need it. That's all. Mate, this is the best burger I've had, chicken burger that I've had, but they're chips. The chips oh. at Croxton Roosters in Thornbury, the best now, chips in Melbourne. Now, do you like a crispier chip or a, or a softer chip? No, I like it. I like crispy but with just a good seasoning on it, and they've just nailed it perfectly. What do you add, Nate? I had a really good chicken curry the other night, but the butter chicken. Oh, yeah. Butter chicken's the go-to in our house. You know they the don't have butter chicken in India? Yeah, no. It's a Western take on, yeah, on the dish. Yeah, and it's good. It it's like good. an Aussie. You can improve on something. Um, it's uh, like an Aussie pizza with pineapple <laughs> on it, isn't it? Every time, butter chicken. And it, it, you can't miss with a butter chicken. Even if it's – it's like pizza. If it's bad, it's still good. Yeah. Unless the chicken's off, which then you've got an issue. But the butter chicken. Oh. The butter chicken at Horn Place in North Fitzroy. I reckon it's the best. It's better than the one you bought the Did other day. Did you see day. the bloke that got fined who went from Werribee into the CBD to get his butter chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been good. But do you know what I'm doing? Because I, I like that you brought up the chicken burger or the chicken center burger because I'll, I'll say this, and this is going. I know this is going to ruffle some feathers. The chicken burger on a pub meal, the fried chicken burger, some have it called the, the, you know, the southern fried buttermilk mm. chicken mm. burger. The, the buttermilk, chicken yeah. burger on a pub menu is the unsung hero, the most underrated menu on a pub item. So much so, once COVID is over and we're allowed to travel within the state, we are launching a competition, statewide competition, to find the number one chicken burger in the state. So if you're listening... Send us on Instagram. You can get to the Sportsbet Instagram or wanna, any of our individual pages. I want to know if anyone's had one of these burgers from Croxton Roosters. Let yep. me know that I'm not just Let making Let Richo know you got his handle or the Sportsbet handle. Now, Brownie, it's not often you come up with good segments. Not since the uh, – do you remember when Brownie used to um, do the movie scenes last year? I didn't mind that. The first few were right. They, 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 <laughs> they, they tape it off after a while. But you started one now. You're just thinking like – I don't know how – explain how it came about. Well, we're talking about movies and we're talking about footy um, and we thought, why don't we put them together and what would your team be as a movie as at the moment? Right so any now. sort of movie right now. I like it. So the obvious one, and we put it out to the Sports Bet family and we got so many entries as to your team. We've yep. got some NRL ones as well. But So I'll kick it off. Um, the number one theme coming back for Adelaide uh, was the Titanic because they have had an absolute shocker Ooh. of the season. So the Titanic. A couple of other ones I had. I had the Brisbane Lions, as I bring this up here. The Young Guns. Remember the movie yes. Young Guns? They've got so many Young Guns Emilio in their side. Westerves, Emilio Westerves, Lou Diamond Phillips. So what I did was I took the cast for that. And so I've got Emilio Estevez as Lockie Neal. Now, yep. you can see the resemblance there, Emilio yep. Estevez yep. and Lockie Neal. Yep. Lou Diamond Phillips and Eric Hipwood, both tall, both yes. skinny with the long hair. Yep. Um, Kiefer Sutherland, guess who I had him as? 
Daniel, Daniel Rich. Rich. He's got the blonde hair. Yes. Ah. Keeper Sutherland, the guy from 24. Yep. you got no idea I'm talking about. No, I don't Keeper Sutherland. And Charlie Sheen. Good looking, yep. structured, nice hair. Stephen Martin. Yes. So, yeah. so two you, brothers in that one you, movie. So Estevez and Sheen are brothers. Yeah. 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 I like that, Nate. I've got a couple. Now, this this one wasn't from me. It was on, um, it was on one of our suggestions. So oh. don't double up here. For uh, West Coast Eagles... Free Willie Rioli. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Poor Will. I wish. I feel sorry for Willie. Hopefully he can get back. Uh, a few came through for Richmond. Obviously Richmond. I reckon they've been targeted a bit lately. I'm mm. probably biased, but yep. the accused uh, yeah, Richmond wrong, with Jay Foster. No, no, the accused. Oh, there's one. What's wrong? There's one. Got a That's another from movie. Matt Williams called wrongly accused. Um, I like this one. Uh, this is for earlier in the year. A star is born. The Gold Coast Suns with Matt Rowe. Yeah, very Good. nice. And uh, our old uh, teammate, Nathan, Adam Patterson, Big Paddo, he's, oh. he's uh, sent through no country for old men for Hawthorne with all their plus 30. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad. A couple uh, of other ones. Yeah, half-baked, West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, probably back to the Willy Rioli stuff, I yeah. think. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, Essendon and Rob by the umpires, that's shit. Uh, the Only Way is Up, Geelong. Uh, there's a few that I definitely can't say. Groundhog Day, Melbourne. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, no, don't They're, mind that. Four-year-old virgin, Adelaide. So we've got some great, great suggestions coming through. North Melbourne, a few good men. They're struggling at the moment. Oh, they yep, need good. a few better men. Yeah. Collingwood, bad boys. They've had a few issues this year. Still yep. side bottom, obviously. So um, Send a few more through Send them in. Week. Keep them yeah, coming. Yeah, please do. Trumpet Award next. Uh, Randy, not very happy with my work from well, that yeah. last week. Well, we had so many suggestions. We had so many good movie suggestions about size, and you read out some horrendous ones. <laughs> I did read out some horrendous ones. Get the good ones I'll get the good ones next week and continue to send them through. Now, I have an up-to-date leaderboard, and I just feel a pep in my step when I've got an up-to-date leaderboard. I went through and did it. Lockie <laughs> Neal, 15. Of course, we had him wrongly on three a few weeks ago. Tom, Tom Hawkins, 10. So, Toby Green, 9. Matt it's starting Rowe. to actually... Take the right shape. Isn't it is, it? isn't Finally. it? Then the worst leaderboard: Adelaide Crows on six, still side bottom on six. Collingwood five, umpires on five. Dan Andrews bumped all the way down to three. He'll get hum- a few more soon. Hummer's still in there at three. All right, your best ons to start, please, gentlemen. All right, best on. I gave one vote to Travis Boak. What a year he's having! Thirty-four touches, sixteen contested against Hawthorne. Uh, what a star! He's playing the best footy of his career. Yep. At what age? Thirty-two now. Yep. Uh, this man here, he just comes back in and doesn't miss a beat. Jeremy McGovern, mm. eight intercept marks last week, 12 intercept possessions. Uh, he was outstanding. And another good interceptor who I reckon we've missed a bit, and he's been really good this year. So I've given him three votes this week. Luke Ryan, just having an unbelievable season for the Dockers. Yes, well done, Matthew. I gave one vote to Marcus Bontempelli just for a, a month of good work. 742 metres gain from 21 disposals yeah. in a shortened game. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Like, good games are 400 metres gain at the moment. He had 742. Um, Geelong are flying at the moment, and obviously we talk about Dangerfield, we talk about Tom Hawkins, but Cam Guthrie at the moment is racking up so much disposal. He is flying. Is and he I, there just about their best midfielder at the moment? I reckon he's just about. He's he even Menegola, yeah. yeah. what's elevated them. And Duncan. He's a good same-game multi And yeah, the Blues, I, I thought Mark Murphy's game the other night when everybody else fumbled, it was Mark Murphy vault. He was clean. His skill level was brilliant. The kicks he was kicking through the middle of the ground, I thought, well done to Mark Murphy. Yeah, he had a good game up in Darwin. I'll tell you who didn't have a good game up in Darwin, the, the Suns forward line. And this is almost for the last two weeks. They've taken five marks inside 50 
in the last two weeks, the Gold Coast Suns. So I gave them forward line one vote. The Sydney Swans only kicked two goals in a game of AFL footy. I mean, that's yeah. that's harking back to the early yeah. 1900s sort of stuff. They got uh, two votes, and uh, he's hasn't voted much this year, but he's back with a vengeance. The match review officer, oh, Michael Christian, Christian, gets three. Chris, well, do you know why he hasn't? Because you guys have been a lot more specific with your worst on votes. Like the AFL has yeah. got some, the umpires have got some. We haven't given any specific mm. I just to thought the Tom Lynch, not one single football expert thought that he was going to be rubbed out once that went to the tribunal. So it was just a waste of money when well, the I, AFL I shouldn't be wasting money. what the 15 grand goes on. Well, the QCs. Jeez, that's not a bad they, earn. They, they cost about five grand. It's not a bad hour. earn, five minutes work. So one vote. You can't often, well, you can't win a game before it starts, but I believe you can lose a game before it starts, Matthew. Right. Um, and the Confucius Premier says. of Western Australia, although uh, McGowan, lost the grand final when he said that yeah. uh, we're playing hard to get. When he said we're playing Whoa. hard to get for the grand final, I thought it's clearly going to go to Brisbane. They want it, but I thought he's that. He's done a good job with COVID, but he's got a little bit. Yeah, he's not a salesman, there. is he? He's, he needs he's to stay very, in his lane. I like his. I like how happy he is with himself, and I like I like guys with swagger. But I didn't think he needed to roll that in. I just think he he, he needs a lesson on where to where to limit the swagger. Do you model yourself on? No, that, I do not, do Matthew. <laughs> Two votes. Uh, the Lynch mob. Anybody who thought that Tom Lynch, that's including you. Um, actually, I'll go John Ralph. Two votes to John oh. Ralph. Uh, he was the head of the Lynch mob, Bzzz. and he was the one that thought that he was going to get off, uh, get done. And three votes to Michael Christian. Wow, so just like that, he's had a flawless record. Our man Christo goes straight up to the top it's, on you know six. What? Just in his defence, Hum, it's, it's a thankless job. It is. The match he's the on a hiding to nothing it's now. Not hard to get right we still haven't had a multi-hit since the first one. Gentlemen, that was my fault again this week. Mate. I know. Get your stuff together. I know. So who are, we going, who are we going this way? I'm going to take – I'm going to kick us off. Essendon at $1.80 today – with Joe Danaher back against the hapless Hawthorne defence, goes in for me. Brownie? Port Adelaide, 40-plus against Sydney. I think it is $2.50. Okay. I'm. Can I throw North Melbourne in just to win? Wow. All right. Uh, oh, there we go. So those three legs comes to a total of $10.84, $50 on. We'll round that up to $50, $500 will go to a punter should that one salute. All right, time for homotheticals. Do you feel like you've made it? I, well, I've had a big couple of weeks. I've had a little stinger made for homotheticals. I've had the whisper. Have you seen the amount of stingers Wally has in three wide no cover? Oh, my. With Julian Valance <laughs> and Simon Marshall. You'd think that he's the star. He's got three stingers that yeah. he throws to of himself. And then he looks at the boys and he goes, what do you remember that, boys? Well, we've got a very, very talented producer came on, of course. Nathan John from uh, from Eddie Maguire's Empire has come on, which is why the, the show has just, just gone up in standard well, just the- a little. A bit. The production value has the talent hasn't improved much. <laughs> mm. All right, homotheticals this week. Now, again, I've palmed off some of these. These have come from a few different people, some from uh, from online as well. The first one has come from a lad who uh, messaged me on Twitter. I don't really understand it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I like when people send us right. in. Would you rather have extra taste buds on your fingertips or be able to taste everything you smell? 
It's oh, a tough one, isn't it? Jeez. I don't know if I want to be tasting everything on my fingertips. Oh, so it's a bad thing, actually. So you're saying, what would you... You don't have taste buds on Can your you, fingertips. Yeah, yeah so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't have taste buds on your fingertips. <laughs> Is he saying, would you like them on your fingertips? That's weird, mate. Next one. That's a strange one. Would you, would you rather give up showering for a month or give up the internet for a month? I'm happy to skip a shower. Um, you're not allowed to like pool you know what? your pool or ocean. In, in this COVID stuff we're going through and looking at the news and you know getting smacked by trolls oh, you, online. You're the internet. I'm gonna I'm gonna give up the internet. Mm. Mm. Well, how can you tweet though without the internet, Richard? Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh. You like to tweet about Tassie. <laughs> well, I do. Yeah. You tweet about Tassie and defence, and mm. you're tweeting everyone these days. You are. You're like a backwards and forwarder. Now I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you a one-off payment of a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I right. am actually. You and I'm Steve are quite often. Yeah, I need you do. You do. I do. Oh, thanks. For when me. when do you do you the like, most? Look at you like one what of are these. You doing most of your tweeting. Guys are going big on, brother. You after know, one of these, footy games, you're, you're searching for fame. Some for some reason. I like to tweet after a game and just see what people have been saying about. But you tweet games. a lot during the week and, and a lot of different areas. I will Don't say you this. talk about tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> get into the next one. Right, I'll give you a million dollars. But every time you get in a lift, I'm going to change this to hundred thousand dollars. I'll give you hundred thousand dollars. But every single time you get in a lift for the rest of your life, it yep. doesn't matter where you are, who you're with, you you've, you're going to drop your guts, and it's a real, real bad dropping of guts. Like people almost so suffocate. I drop my guts. Yep. Yeah, take the. You, won't, you get a hundred grand for that. Yeah. For the rest, rest of your. But you get a hundred. Just one one off payment, hundred grand. But you're dropping your guts bad every single time. You can be, you know, with. with I don't. The way we're going, I won't be getting in many lifts because we can't go anywhere, so mm. yeah, I'll take that. All right, would you rather have out-of-control body hair or a strong, pungent body odour? Oh. Now, you can always trim the hair mm. off, but it's hard to get rid of the odour. Yeah, All me right. too. This one's for you, Richo. For the rest of your life, every single time you consume a beer, Brownie gets that eczema on his neck again. <laughs> <laughs> Like an inch at the moment. Nah, she want me to give up beer so Brownie can have a clean, a clean complexion. Neck. <laughs> no, sorry, Brownie. <laughs> Get some cream. Get some All right, the last cream. one. I like this one. It's very um, similar to the snail. If we remember the snail, <laughs> who sent that one through? Nath John did. <laughs> Would you rather spend one year in jail? This is a great one, actually. Would you rather spend one year in jail, or have a psychopathic clown hunting you down for one year, but it's an unknown year? Oh, it's it's tough. Which jail? Uh, I'll say say it's medium. No, no, say it's no, it's tough. You're in you're San in, Quentin. No, you're at um you're at Barwon. Can I kill the clown if I find him? Yep. But you, oh. How are you going to kill a clown? You keep saying this. You said this is your what you said with the snail. You could you'd be no more likely to kill a snail than the clown. I I think I'm, I'm not going to jail. You're not going? No. Brownie would not cope in jail. I could, you I and I would be fine, Richo. Mate, I couldn't cope at night, some psycho no, clown yeah, clowns in coming. And it's coming. <laughs> but it's only for a one-year period. No, I wouldn't like it. I don't like no, things I'd in I'd take night. jail. You and I would be fine in jail. You'd be, you'd be no yeah, good. For a, Remember Witchy Poo in HR Puff and stuff? You're going to go to jail no. for a year. I think I'll... Richo be fine. There you go, mate. There you go. <laughs> I'm scared of witchy do Hey, next week, next week, of course, I spoke to our good man Aaron over at Made, and he has got 
some stuff in the works. Taylor made it going that back, well. Have they? Well, Dustin Johnson, another Taylor made winner. He won twenty nine so under Dustin. He is flying, and yeah. I just I'm just drawing a few parallels since we came on board. Taylor made they're going very well, so well that they are sold out of clubs in Australia. But we've managed to secure just a couple. So next week we've got a big competition. So a big thanks to Taylor made. Good so luck much. on the punt this weekend. Gamble responsibly. Uh-huh.